Do you feel like you're not being productive? Should you improve the quality of your work? You wonder how successful people were able to get their fame and their riches? Everything is connected. If you want to know what is the secret of the most influential people to become what they are, I invite you to listen to this podcast. Let's begin. Well, hello guys. Today's summary is Deep Work by Carl Newport. So, let's get started. As we know, today's world has changed in the last years. Before, everything was too simple. People just invested, they worked upon that investment, and they had profits that were proportional to that work and that investment. But as time went on, this became something completely different. Now there is barely a necessity to work. There are machines and there is technology that every day progresses even farther and more necessities are eliminated. For example, the necessities of hiring hundreds of employees to work on something, like make something manually, that is all over nowadays. And people realized that this evolution was happening and they fortunately learned how to adapt to it. Those are today's billionaires. They recognize how the market works, how the world is changing every single day and how people behave. And the principal abilities that these successful people have to like accomplish all that they do in this new world, in this new economy, are, first of all, the ability to quickly dominating hard things. And the second, the ability of producing at an elite level in both terms of quality and velocity because let's accept it the world is moving on faster and faster every time well now let's talk a little bit about what the first ability implies dominating hard things rapidly well first of all what is the most important thing that you should dominate nowadays it is technology it is what most affect our lives and it like covers more ground every single day that that goes by it will soon become all that there is we have to dominate programs networks and other things and not just this because technology grows and it helps us it helps us reduce our work and be more assertive Now, the subject that it may or may not be hard to manage technology varies and depends a lot on like how are you, what, what is your personality and what you take as hard. Because many people are very adept to technology and many aren't. And well, but you know that this happens with everything. Not everybody is perfect at something, right? We all have our ups and downs. Well, and it is true that some programs, maybe some languages or some other things are more complicated than others. I mean, programming languages. But I mean, with practice, you can dominate anything. The key is not giving up and keep working. And you also have to keep in mind that technology moves forward every day and we must learn to adapt to every little change that happens. 
constantly. If you cannot learn, you will not accomplish anything nowadays. Well now, let's talk about the second ability, producing at an elite level. Dominating hard things is not enough. We must produce something that people find valuable, something that has actual valuable that you can touch, see or appreciate in some way. The fact that you can work and submerge in your work will determine if you are able to have these two abilities. Something primordial that you must have is the power to concentrate in the work that you do. And I mean intense concentration. Not what you say, oh yeah, I'm concentrated, but every 15 minutes I'm gonna check my phone and do whatever I want and then lose a half an hour doing that. No, you must be really, really concentrated. And to dominate any task cognitively, you must require, it is required that you have like some sort of method to like take on the problem. You must have some expectatives, some, some plan, something like that. Deliberate practice. You must have a plan and you must want to practice. The more you concentrate, the more quality you will produce, I assure you. And besides, the more you concentrate, the better. But wait. I'm sure that by this point you're surely thinking, but hey, hold on, that is not true. There are a ton of successful people out there that they barely, barely make any effort at all. Or maybe, yeah, maybe some do make an effort, but they don't make such a hard effort for anything and they are so successful. And yes, it is effectively very true. That group of people is called individuals that triumph without depth. I mean, it's not also that these people like um, comprehend a very large number, you know? I mean, it's like 10 people in the world that could fit in here, that they are so successful, everybody knows them and they don't make any bit of effort at all. I mean, it's not also that common, okay? So don't try to compete with them. I mean, not everybody fits into that category. And also keep in mind that these people already had positions of power before they became like the top of the world. They already had like good positions. It wasn't so hard for them to climb up the ladder, you know, because they already had an advantage. And besides, probably they already had experience. Maybe their parents were owners of something. Maybe their parents were famous or something like that. They had a lot of money, experience, and their parents and their families and their close circles already know a lot of businesses and things like that. You know what I mean? It's not only like actual experience of working or doing something, but experience of seeing people do something. They only need to work hard enough so that they don't lose what they already have. And we are obviously not like them. Not all of us have positions of power. Not all of us like are born wealthy or something like that. And also, let's not forget that having the positions that they have, it's not convenient for them to focus on just one thing, as we're telling you to do. For them, it's better if their works or whatever they do varies throughout the day if they are handling a lot of things. For example, 
Imagine a CEO of a very successful company thinking for five hours straight on a single problem. It looks kind of weird, doesn't it? It's like it doesn't fit in. Generally, any job that is administrative requires some constant distraction because there are many things to handle. And it's like it's handling things. It's also not like doing things. You must coordinate people. You must control them. But it's not like you're solving something or you're creating something, you know? That's why it, it doesn't require deep work. It doesn't require deep concentration. And, well, let's face it, I don't think if you're listening to this podcast, you're a CEO yet. So, you do need deep work. And the good thing about the book is that it goes on to mention factors that ruin this capacity of being able to achieve deep, deep work. First of all, text messages. Every time you get a text message... Even if you don't open it, if, if you just have your, like, your, sir, your cell phone there next to you, it, like, it shines, it pops up, something like that, right? And it distracts you. It takes your mind somewhere else. Maybe you're imagining, oh, this person wrote to me or this person said something to me or whatever. You're thinking about something else. Your concentration, therefore, is obliterated. And well... When you get a text message, it distracts you. You you are thinking about the message. Your attention has split and you have lost track of your concentration. And well, obviously, like, if you're like really, really invested in something and you really have to work on something, obviously, you know that you don't have to get distracted by text messages, Instagram, TikTok or things like that, right? I mean, the book is a little bit, it's a little bit extreme on this area, but I mean, you don't have to be so extreme. Like just for one hour, nothing bad is going to happen, right? I mean, because the book goes way and beyond like forgetting your cell phone for 24 hours and no, turning it off and no, no, no thanks, right? But well, just try that when you actually want to work, you put your cell phone in quiet mode or you turn it upside down so that at least you don't see the notification or something like that. Well, I mean, of course, in theory, it would work really well if you ignored and turned off your cell phone like 100% or any social media, actually. But I mean, in practice, it's not realistic at all. Hey, what do I know? Maybe you actually don't like technology or talking to people because, for example, there is a mention of a guy that was a Nobel Prize winner in physics and he did everything he could so that he wouldn't get into any group or something like that. He would say, no, I'm, I'm such an irresponsible guy, please don't put me into this because I will totally fail. And well, that meant for him that meant that he would have more time to concentrate instead of dealing with other people and other problems right but well moving on to another subject as working and concentrating will make you more productive and better in everything you will be more happy and maybe possibly you will have you will find a greater meaning to whatever you do 
it is more satisfactory than you actually think it is. Because ironically, jobs that are easy to do, I mean, right, that are easy to do, that you finish early and whatever, and that and they give you more free time, don't actually make you more happy. It has been proven that like working is more enjoyable than free time and this is because working has a goal incorporated to that it has rules of feedback and it has challenges and maybe i don't know if you work in a group or with people or whatever you like i don't know give courage to each other you make jokes like you make a fun time out of it even if you don't like your job right and i mean it is easier to concentrate to lose track of time and everything however free time on the other hand it's not structured it requires an effort much greater so that you can enjoy it because you must plan something, you must have you must have fun. I mean, and if you don't do anything in your free time, tell me yes or no, you get really bored. So a strategy that the book suggests is that if you already live a very a very full life, I mean full of things, things to do, whatever, is that you submerge in deep work whenever you have the chance to do that. This is like actually a method that many journalists use because I mean they they constantly have to go hunting stories, writing, whatever, talking to people, making interviews, etc. right? They don't have an easy agenda. So they use any free time um like along the day to actually work and write and produce something that has a lot of quality. Like they use any bit of time that they find available. And this you should do too. Whenever you have free time, remember that it is an opportunity to submerge in anything that you want to do, like really submerge in it, like deep work on it, on anything that you want to do. And that way you will enjoy your time. And an essential part of this strategy is enjoying the work because if not, you're going to, you're not even going to want to start. And look, hey, if you don't like doing something or if you have to do something that you really don't want to do, you know what? Think about the satisfaction that you will get when you finish it just for the fact of finishing something. It is really satisfying saying, oh my God, I don't have anything else to do. I completed everything. Now I'm free. Just think about that satisfaction if you actually don't want to do it. And well, some other good thing that you can do is plan how you're gonna work. You can first try to establish at what times and for how long you're gonna work. And then think about how you're gonna work. Are you gonna take notes? Are you gonna study? Are you gonna write? Think specifically about what you're gonna do. And you can plan like other things, other commitments, like your food, I don't know, your environment, so that it is easier to work too. I mean, that depends on your lifestyle and your tastes and everything. So I'll let you resolve that individually. But it also helps a lot that when you start to work, you identify your goal, the most important goal, and try to accomplish that first. The most important things, you must finish them first. And also try to measure your progress, because if you don't measure yourself, you will never know how much you actually produce and if you're being efficient or not.
And because if there is some problem, if you are working slowly under certain factors or something like that, you need to know because you need to fix that. Maybe your, I don't know, your measurement can be how many exercises, I don't know, if you're a student, you can work under such a period of time. Or maybe how many pages you read, how many pages you write. That reminds that, but think about measuring yourself. Now, moving on, it is important as well that you take time to rest. I mean, yes or no, that when you go to the gym, if you go to the gym, you know that you must have rest days, right? Because if not, your muscles won't grow and it will, it will be worthless, basically. So don't like overwork yourself because you will be too tired afterwards to do anything at all. Besides, it's not just that. Maybe you will get bored or exhausted and maybe you won't want to do this again. You won't want to concentrate and work hard on the things that you must work on. And I mean, please don't do that. We want you to work really hard. <laughs> I mean, you can take breaks after a certain amount of time. Because, I mean, naturally, our brains get tired after, like, 45 minutes or an hour. So, so you can do that. That way you can work more efficiently. But, I mean, don't also, like, um, overjoy your rests. You know what I mean? I mean, don't say you're gonna take 15 minutes and then take 30. Like, be realistic with yourself. And, well, you can, like, work and take a rest and work and take a rest. And that way you can work until you finish your day. And that way you won't be tired. Resting is not only good for improving the quality of your work, but it also helps you think better. And it, it enables you to think about more things. And when you work, don't think that you can do many, time, many things at a time and it will be better. We have said this in other books as well. Multitasking is not the best thing that you can do. I mean, the more that you do, the less concentration you will give to each individual task. So don't do that. Because even a Harvard professor said the following. People that realize multiple tasks at a single time cannot filtrate the ones that are relevant from the ones that are irrelevant and they cannot administrate a memory for that work. They are chronically distracted. They initiate parts that are parts of their brain that are irrelevant for the question for the task at hand. It is a mental mess. So you know, do one thing at a time. Besides, that way, it will like have more quality. Now, the following thing. Have you ever felt that the more that you have to do, the more responsibilities, the more tasks, the more compromises that you have to attend, the, the less time that you actually have to do things, it's when you're most organized and when, when you're able to work more i mean have you ever felt that i'm sure that in school maybe you went to school like eight hours a day then you had some extracurricular activity and then you went home you did something else maybe you went you went out with your friends for a little while you had dinner you hopped in your house and then you did homework and then you slept like eight hours i mean and then you're on vacation and you can barely like go out with your friends once a day and then you don't have any time to do anything, right? You get what I mean, right? 
Well, people become like selfish with their time and that is a good thing because maybe you won't waste a lot of time in things that don't actually matter. When you have less hours, generally, you will spend them more wisely. But well, now, the last question to finish up our summary is if, we, if you will get tired when you do deep work and the answer is yes, you will get tired. But that is only because deep work pushes you to the limit of your abilities. And that is where you should be if you want to be successful. And well, guys, that was it for today. Hope you liked it. Hope you heard some good advice or something like that. So see you next week. Goodbye.